just about 36 hours to a game. It's not a meaningful game, but it's a game for the Indianapolis Colts, and that's what we want to see. They travel today to Buffalo to play the Bills tomorrow uh, at 4 o'clock, and it should be really interesting. There are some things to watch. We'll talk about them. The Titans last night. Ryan Tannehill didn't start. Does that mean anything? The Titans lost last night. Their offense was mostly impotent last night, led by Malik Willis. Does that mean anything? That's a good question. Indiana football, four weeks from tonight, three weeks from tonight, we begin to find out exactly what the Hoosiers are going to be under Tom Allen after last year's debacle. Are they ready to compete? Are they ready to win in the Big Ten? Three weeks from tonight, we find out as they host Illinois. The Cubs last night, winners in Dyersville, Iowa. They played in the Field of Dreams game. The, the pomp and circumstance in theatrics was a lot more exciting than baseball, which is almost always the case these days. When we look at the old guys like Johnny Bench and Billy Williams and Fergie Jenkins and the Griffies playing catch in the outfield, we remember what baseball used to be, and we love it. Then we watch the current product, and we say, sheesh, you know what I mean? This is Breakfast with Ken for Friday, August 12, 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR Gaming. Go to BUSR.ag, sign up. They got bonuses. They got all kinds of incentives. A lot of fun. You deposit your first $1,000. They match it with a betting bonus. Awesome. Colts, one-and-a-half-point favorites tomorrow against the Bills. What does that mean? You know what? These games are a crapshoot in the preseason. Nobody's really playing to win. They're playing for jobs. That's the key. Smash that subscribe button. Punch the like button. Ring the bell. Let's go. You want to donate and ask a question? Donate and ask a question. I'll ask, answer it in real time. We're live here, baby. This is what we do at 7 o'clock in the morning because it is time to talk about the Colts and time to talk about sports. So what do we watch tomorrow night? as the Colts play against the Buffalo Bills. Look, these two teams could meet in the playoffs in January, so they're not going to show each other anything, but we are going to see Matt Ryan play. Matt Ryan starting is going to be interesting to see what the timing is like under game circumstances with that offensive line and with those receivers. Guys are going to get some run to, uh, tomorrow into the second quarter, perhaps. They might play to the end of the first quarter. It depends on the number of plays. They want a number of reps, not distance into the game. So we'll see with Matt Ryan, that offensive line, the receivers, the tight ends are going to be really, really interesting. They got four tight ends who can play. Mo Ali Cox has got to stop dropping passes. Kylan Granson continues to elevate himself in the eyes of the coaches every day. You know what? You can tell who... The, the media believes is playing well by who the questions are about. You can also tell who's not playing too well by who the, the questions are about. Different tone of questions. Mo Ali Cox yesterday, some drops. Kylan Granson has actually looked really, really good. And a guy who may emerge in the offense. Uh, I was on the Dan Dockett show for about an hour and a half yesterday. And, and we spent some time talking to Joe Wright's former offensive lineman for the Colts, graduate of Hamilton Southeastern High School, played basketball at Western Michigan, and then moved his way in, into football, similarly to uh, Mo Ali Cox. Uh, Joe said, don't worry about the drops. And, and for the offensive lineman, 
these reps are really important under game circumstances to see how, how Matt Ryan operates. And one of the things that's going to be interesting to watch is Matt Ryan getting rid of the ball quickly. That didn't happen last year. Carson Wentz held on to the ball. He moved into places where the offensive lineman didn't know he was going to be at. And that caused pro- <clears throat> problems for the offensive line. you got to be able to know where you're protecting, not just who you're protecting. All right. Uh, we want to see made kicks tomorrow night, tomorrow afternoon, in tonight. You want to see Hot Rod make kicks. Look. No matter what you think about Rod, uh, Rodrigo Blankenship, you don't want to see a guy lose a job. Of course, somebody's going to lose that job, either Rod Bl- uh, Rodrigo Blankenship or Jake Verity. And it, you hate to see a guy miss his way out of a job. So we want to see guys make, and then the Colts can you know, make their decision based on some kind of kickoff in practice. But we hate to see it lost under game circumstances. Although, you know what? Make kicks win the job. Well, miss kicks, you lose the job. I'd rather guys miss kicks during the preseason than miss them during the regular season. You know, I hope they clean up the drops. Isaiah, thanks for the donation. Absolutely right. Got to clean up the drops. Cannot drop passes. Paris Campbell, really, really good yesterday. Um, is he going to be able to stay healthy? And that's really the key to the whole thing is health. You just want to leave Buffalo whole. If you leave Buffalo whole, you feel really good about it. It would be great to see either Yannick Ngakwe or Pay get to the quarterback against the ones for the Bills, right? If they're starting, they're starting left tackle and right tackle, and Ngakwe or Pay can get to the quarterback, that translates into, you know, high-level play perhaps in the regular season because it's kind of a one-on-one isolated attack. We'd like to see that. I'd also like to see Ben Banigou succeed against twos and threes. He's not going to play a gob against the ones, maybe not at all. But against the twos and the threes, Ben Banigou ought to be able to play at a high level. I hope so. Don Hoolan, thank you very much for the donation. Get after the quarterback. Ben Banigou in practice during one-on-ones, he looks heavy-legged. He looks like what uh, they say, they used to call David Perry Velcro, Velcro because he couldn't get off blocks. Now, part of his job was to occupy blockers, so there's that. But that's not Ben Banigou's job. He is not a guy paid to occupy blockers. I want to see JoJo Doman and Sterling Weatherford play really good football. Doman, number 57, Weatherford, number 55. I want to see those guys take strides toward earning a job on the roster. I don't think that the Colts are going to keep both guys on the active roster. I think Doman's a little bit ahead of Sterling Weatherford, but that gap is manageable for Weatherford from Hamilton Heights High School right here up the road in Cicero. Uh, Starting defense is going to play into the second quarter, Don. It seems. But they rotate guys anyway. I mean, that defensive line is in a constant state of rotation throughout games in the regular season, so I wouldn't expect it to be any different. I don't think Okereke is going to play a gob. Zaire Franklin will. EJ Speed will. The defensive backs, I don't think Stephon Gilmore gets anything out of extended reps. We'll see what he does. Uh, Those safeties, Julian Blackman and Nick Cross, I think the more Nick Cross plays, the better for him leading up to the opener on September 11th in Houston. I, I think Nick Cross is really one of the keys for this thing to go. Strong safety. We've seen it with Kari Willis. Kari Willis was pretty good. 
Nick Cross has got a chance to be better, significantly better than Kari Willis. We'll see how that goes. Rodney McLeod, the backup, is going to get some run, too. The battle for, uh, thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you for the donation. Uh, keep up the great work. Go Colts. Good morning. Yes. Nice. Um, I want uh, that third quarterback, like Philip Lindsay, prior to his injury, would be a lock. Right. In fact, he wouldn't even be on the squad. Right. There's no way he would have signed here, knowing that he was going to play behind Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines. There's no room at the end in the top two, but there is room at number three. And so Philip Lindsay is going to get a chance to win that job. And it could be an important job because you can't count on everybody to play 17 games. Uh, Bernard Ryman. I want to see Ryman be able to protect you're, what you're going to see in him as you watch. We've seen it in practice. Great feet. He moves like an athlete. Terrific movement for a left tackle. His hands. Can he keep people in front of him? Can he use his hands correctly to keep people outside that pocket? That's going to be interesting uh, tomorrow afternoon. And, and for Frank Reich, I'm not going to worry about Frank Reich because Frank Reich's not going anywhere. People say this is uh, a big year for Frank Reich. He's on the hot seat. He's not on the hot seat. His seat is not hot. He's going to come in. He's going to coach. He's going to do Frank Reich stuff. We say it every day. I hope he stops listening to the MIT guys about analytics and about strong go and all this other nonsense. Coach the game. I hate analytics being used as an absolute instead of a tool. And I think that Frank Reich tends to use them as an absolute more often than he does a tool. If it, it, strong, uh, otherwise, why employ these yo-yos, right? I hate analytics use in baseball. Hate it. I like guys to figure out what they should do. I like that in youth baseball. Teach people the game and let them learn how to play it. Don't manage the game in, in you know, down to the minute scintilla of detail. Uh, last night, the Titans, they lost to the Ravens 23-10. Uh, Malik Willis got the start. He, the third-round draft pick out of Liberty, people spoke highly of going into the draft. He's one of those guys. You know, as we lead up to the draft, we, we get to know all these guys, right? And, and then we, like, in August, it's Malik Willis. Malik Willis? All right. Oh, the guy from Liberty, the third-round guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Malik Willis, not great last night. Six of 11 for 107 yards. Tannehill is in no danger of losing his job to Malik Willis, at least not this year. Uh, you know, perfect last game of the trip for Butler yesterday. They went, they played two in Italy, two in Greece. They won all four. They're on their way back from Greece after winning yesterday. Uh, 23 turnovers. So you get the win, but you got a lot of stuff to clean up. That's a perfect scenario for Thad Mata. Is Indiana football, well, are they ready to be a contender in the Big Ten East? Or, last year, is that what Indiana fans can expect moving forward from Indiana? That's the question that is going to be answered three weeks from tonight in Bloomington as the Hoosiers take on the Fighting Illini. If you can't beat Illinois at home in an opener, that is a damning result of a game that you should win. We'll see what happens. A lot of question marks. Question marks at running back, wide receiver, uh, quarterback. The defensive backfield seems like it's kind of set. 
Are they going to be able to get to opposing quarterbacks? The transfers coming in, are they going to be able to play? We don't know. Can Tom Allen coach? Honest to God, I don't know. He does not embody a lot of the like personality traits I associate with winning college football coaches. I got to tell you the truth. We'll see. Uh, Cubs won last night 4-2 to two at the Field of Dreams game. They have a day off, and then they continue the, uh, the series on Saturday, three-game series in Cincinnati. But it was cool last night. Uh, the Griffies, Ken Griffey Sr. and Ken Griffey Jr. come out of the cornfield in Dyersville, uh, uh, Iowa, <clears throat> and they play catch. And still the debate rages, have a catch or play catch. On the East Coast, it's very, it's kind of like pop or soda. In the Midwest, it's pop. East Coast, it's soda. Other places, it's have a catch. In the Midwest, it's play catch. You want play catch? That's what you say. And that it wasn't that in Field of Dreams it is a bother to people. Uh, Johnny Bench, Billy Williams, Fergie Jenkins came out of the cornfield, and uh, Pete Rose didn't. Pete Rose, you just can't trust to say the right thing. So, so Pete Rose is going to have to be the modern-day version of Ty Cobb, who wasn't invited to play with Shoeless Joe Jackson and those Black Sox and, you know, Mel Ott and Gil Hodges and Smokey Joe Wood and all the guys who, who came to uh, Iowa from heaven, I guess, or purgatory or wherever they came from to play in uh, on that Field of Dreams field, which is just adjacent to the one that was played at last night. Anyway, Cubs get the W, and that is really not important because now, what are they, 19 games under 500? Wonderful for the Cubs. I'm glad they didn't trade Wilson Contreras because the object of the game ought to be winning. He makes you better. Ian Happ makes you better. Put together a winning team. Put together a roster that can put up wins. That should be the point of a general manager. Don't tell us it's about winning in 2025. I don't give a damn about 2025. I want to win now. Let's celebrate some birthdays. The great John Emerson celebrating a birthday. Missed, I know this, he's missed an MS communication and I miss John Emerson. Uh, Donna Robinson, happy birthday. Sravan Ganavarapuru, uh, I killed that name. Ganavarapu, celebrating a birthday, that's better. And Kevin Gillum, celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that is best done with an honest and specific compliment. Absolutely beautiful day. If you saw Machine Gun Kelly last night, that was a hell of a show. I got to tell you the truth. I was not intimately uh, acquainted with Machine Gun until last night, but he's pretty good. That band was nice. And uh, Kid Rock and Foreigner tonight, and then Jason Aldean tomorrow. Big weekend out at Ruth. Can't wait to see you there. And by the way, go to BUSR Sports or BUSR.ag. All your sports and political gaming needs satisfied there to the nth degree. Really, really fun.